You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode 14, Superman at the World's Fair. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host, my name's Ed, and a thousand miles over there to my left, right, left, although I'm pointing the other way on the screen, that's what threw me, so it's right, is the, okay. A thousand miles over there to my left is another host, Mr. Stephen Orr. That's me, folks. And, you know, this is a, a, a perfect uh, place. We, we, we would banter here. We just got done talking like 20 minutes about Heroes Con and yep. Daniel Warren Johnson. And so here is an excellent opportunity for those of you listening to the podcast to go to YouTube and watch us recording the podcast because a lot of these interstitial things that are not in the podcast, of course, are on the video because it's all unadulterated. I had my shirt off. Or, no, I didn't really. <laughs> um, it, just all of the recording is there. The podcast is a trimmed down kind of, you know, highlighty kind of thing. The video, it's got it all. It's got it all. Yep. I edit down the episodes to just the, the, the base, you know, what we're talking about, the Superman the stories. The meat. But when I have to get up and take care of my dog, other, you know. I, I have been entertained. I was juggling there for a while. That's I was awesome. telling jokes. I, I was doing, I was doing a soft shoe right as, as Steven sat down. So it's, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that's why he has me on the show. I, I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm the funny guy. I'm the, he's the straight man. That's right. He's the straight man. I'm I'm the I'm the yeah. the comic relief. It's and you know you only do stuff like that when I walk away. When I can't see what you're doing, that's when that's when the magic happens. Otherwise I'm serious. I'm I'm focused. That's right. You know, it's it's all it right here. Yeah. Business. For instance, today we're looking at Superman at the World's Fair, which appeared in New York World's Fair Comics number one. Now, there were only two of these bad boys, one and two. This is number one. It was written, uh, this story, the Superman story, was written by Jerry Siegel with uh, pencils by Joe Schuster and Wayne Boring, inks by Joe Schuster. Now, a lot of times we don't mention the colors or the letters uh, because they're unknown. So yep. rather than saying that they're there and they're unknown, we just drop them from the credits. Yeah. But of course they are there if you read the book. You know, there's letters and yeah. All right. This was published by DC Comics. Um, I think I can say of course, because it's Superman. Yes. Cover dated April 1939 with an approximate on sale date. Now this is interesting. Um, according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics of April 30th, 1939, maybe the first book that we've run into that is cover dated and on sale dated the same month. Yeah, I, I have to assume that's because they needed to get it out before the actual World's Fair. Because mm -hmm. this, at least, you know, the collections that we are using to read these stories only contains the Superman stories from all these various books. So right. we don't know what the other stories were like in this issue, but at least the Superman story, to a, a small extent is an advert, you know, it's almost like an advert. You you need to go see the World's Fair because there's all kinds of amazing stuff to go see. So I'm assuming, just guessing off the top of my head, that they needed to get this out uh, before the World's Fair happened. So to... Well, Stephen, a little bit of Google Foo, and I can help your guessing, sir. All right. The 1939-40 
So it went on for a little while. World's Fair was held in Flushing Meadows, Corona Park in Queens, New York. Now, that's funny to think of. I don't even think remotely they could hold a World's Fair in Queens today. Yeah. I just don't think there's room. But it was in Queens, and it opened April 30th, 1939. That's why it went on sale that day to correspond directly with the opening of the World's Fair. And then the World's Fair just was kept going. Yes, into 1940. I don't have an end date here. I would have to dig a little bit deeper into the rabbit hole, but that's rather long because, I mean, if it started in April, it's at least eight months for 39. Well, no, it'd be uh, seven months because it started the last day of April. So seven months of 39, and, you know, how far into 40 did it go, I wonder? I know that issue two uh, came out in 1940. So I guess before the end of... The actual World's Fair. Now, I do have World's Fair experience. The Knoxville World's Fair that was held in the 80s, I think, sometime. Mm -hmm. I did attend it. Cool. I I wasn't around, uh, really, to go to this one. 1939. It was, you know. Was not even a glint in my father's eye. (laughs) No, no. I I don't believe in 1939. Uh, My dad was much concerned with marriage or, you know, kids or any of that stuff. So. Alrighty, guys. Thanks for hanging in there while we bantered a little later in the uh, the, the the sheet there. Then you know, yeah, so, okay. in a different place. Right, right. To, to keep you on your toes. So, in this issue, Superman hears that the committee is going to nominate Tom North as governor. He gets the information to press before it's been publicly released. The chief sends him and Lois Lane to cover the New York World's Fair. As the train is taking him to New York, Kent discovers that it's about to crash into another train. He leaps in between the two trains and uses his strength to bring them to a stop. Kind of that, standing and on the podcast, of course, this will not work. But on the video, you can see that this is, you know. You're doing it very well. Thank thank you. When they get to the World's Fair, he, Superman, he hears about an exhibit on infantile paralysis. Wow. It got all serious. Yeah. Um, uh, That's not going to be finished in time. So he springs into action, completes the necessary excavations uh, by driving pilings into the swamp and uh, doing some other uh, construction-y things, ultimately completing the exhibit. He jumps to the top of the trilon in order to locate Lois Lane. He catches up with her and they run into Nick Stone, a noted criminal. He decides to pretend to be knocked unconscious to see what happens. Stone takes Lane back to his hideout and tells her his plan, as all bad guys are wont to do. To have, this is his plan, to have his henchmen steal the Ronnie, yes, that's how you say it, jewels that are being exhibited when fireworks go off at the, at the World's Fair. As Stone is about to shoot Lane, Superman shows up. He snatches the bullet out of the air just two inches from her head. Superman rushes back to the World's Fair just as the fireworks are going off. He gets to the ground just as the two crooks are running away, chases after him, pulls them out of their car, and drags them back to the police. For good measure, he saves a parachutist whose chute has failed to open. Lois Lane jumps on him at just that moment. She plants a kiss on his cheek before he's able to jump off. And that's the end of the story. Uh, this was this was kind of fun. Um... I have to wonder because the the his his previous story his previous <laughs> appearance was him destroying cars all over town. 
if they were asked to make him a bit more heroic in this issue, in this story, because maybe with it being a world's fair, uh, almost commemorative issue that they thought that they would uh, probably have maybe a lot of new readers who who may come in uh, and, and see Superman. But it was it, it almost harkens back to the first couple of yes. stories in Action Comics, because he is just saving you know he's coming to the rescue over and over and over just really quick just all this stuff that just keeps happening it's it's a uh, very very fast paced very kind of fun um the the scene where he stops the two trains was really awesome really enjoyed that panel and the the panels where he he grabs the bullet out of midair before mm-hmm. it, you know he races the bullet which we've seen him do once before right but this time he actually reached out and snatched the bullet out of the air which was pretty cool and it actually said in the comic, two inches from her head. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you you look at two inches. If you look at your finger, the, the first two digits of your first finger, that's approximately yep. two inches. So that's yep. how close that bullet got before he snatched it. Yeah. I'm thinking Lois was sweating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I like the scene here, um, panels five, six, and seven, where he leaps of Okay, because Superman still can't fly, so he's jumping everywhere. But he he's going to listen into the committee, which of course is not not cool. But and he leaps up and catches the ledge and pulls himself on up to the ledge. Yeah, and I just thought, you know, particularly in mind with Superman now, you know, it's like it's uh, refreshing to see that there was. A beginnings to, you know, he, he couldn't yep. always, uh, you know, fly around the planet and make time go backwards. Right. And, you know, all these, it's like, no, used to be all he could do was just jump real high. And yeah. the rest it was like normal stuff that the rest of us would have to do to, yep. you know, to, to do this stuff. But I, I just thought that was funny. The, the scene, uh, and, and this is for you video folks, people, the, the scene of him jumping up, he's jumping like this. And you can see the action lines as he's going to the, you know, you picture this and you put it like this and that's him flying. Yep. But, but he's jumping. <laughs> I just thought, okay, this, this is the beginnings of the flying Superman, how they're going to draw him later. But here he's just jumping straight up. Yeah. Using his powers to, to get, uh, to get a scoop, you know, it's very uh, much something uh, Peter Parker would do. Uh, yeah, kind of not cool but you know okay um and the fact that he releases it before that it's actually announced it's like <laughs> yeah. dog yeah they that that they got to press on that sucker quick yeah you boy. know unless they were convening in this committee for over a day because they come out of the meeting and the paper is already printed with the headline showing who they picked what was it the uh was it the uh Nixon election that I think you've so. seen papers that have both yep. because they didn't know how it was going to be. That way they could get it out as soon as it yep. was announced. Yeah. Uh, Nixon and not Kissinger. Do we do we something? But yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing those pictures of somebody standing yeah. there actually with both papers because they just did a headline not knowing. Yeah. And and uh, when he, he he stops the two trains. He is just in his uh, suit. It is his suit mm-hmm. and tie. He's in his Clark Kent suit. He has does not have time right. to change into Superman. Yeah, because as Clark, he was 
you know, standing at the end of the train, getting some air, whatever. And he noticed in the distance the train coming at him. They, they had some signal issues. Yep. And he's like, oh, crap, got to do something. And so he jumps up, runs down the length of one train, and yeah. jumps in the front of it. Really? That I I was really, you know, it was just this story was just almost like a breath of fresh air compared to the last story where he was destroying cars. It was and, very fun. Yeah, very fun. And just, yeah, that sequence of him running down the length of the train, jumping between the two of them, and, and again, him catching that bullet was just, they were both just super cool. And it's, it's it, yeah. it, I really felt like this was Superman being Superman. Right, right. Even when he's doing, uh, you know, all the 12 tasks of Hercules here in uh, completing the uh, infantile paralysis exhibit. Uh, you know, he's digging with the, the steam shovel, the shovel part. He broke yeah. it off of the, you know, and he's, and then he, he dumps a truck of wood and things to create the pilings. And then he dumps like sand or cement onto the pilings to, to make it a, yeah. a, a platform to, to build on. And then he goes and gets some trees and he shoves some trees into the ground to decorate. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's just Superman doing good deeds. Yep. That's, that's what it was. It was, yeah. you know, he was, wasn't having to save anybody. He wasn't, he was just using his, his extra stuff, his extra powers just to do good deeds. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't fighting back against, uh, you know, again, <laughs> the, the, the tyranny of reckless or, drivers. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the the tyranny of oil well corruption. Yes. Or, yeah. So it's. And we get some great stuff with the more uh, Lois and Clark with their relationship and how uh, she uh, <sighs> she she does not like old Clark. <laughs> no, she got issues with Clark. Right. <laughs> She's very, you know, he he is the one who is invited. He's the, the chief gives him the assignment. Right. For the World's Fair. He he originally goes to see the chief because he wants to take a vacation. And the chief says, no, I want you to go cover the World's Fair. And he's like, neat. That's where I was going to go on vacation. And he's the one that brings up, should uh, maybe we should, maybe Lois should come with me. And Right. And we, so, we get the female perspective. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And so he tells Lois that she gets to go and she's really excited. But then that's, then he tells her that he's coming with her. And <laughs> she's not that happy about that. And uh, the, then they're on the train and he tells her, we've been riding for hours and you haven't said a word to me. You might at least remark about the weather. And her response is just simply, why don't you take a walk? But, but we, if she hadn't done that, exactly. he wouldn't have known about the trains about to crash into each other. It's a good thing he did. So, That's right. yeah, That's it, right. it turned out well. Yeah. Started poorly, but it turned it out, turned out well. And then her feelings for Superman are just completely the opposite uh. as shown when she just leaps onto his back later in the story which was pretty funny because the way they handled that was really quite amusing because you don't quite understand what's going on they just kind of say that he he feels somebody on his back or something and next thing you know there's a Lois just clinging to his back that's, that's now he had just saved her so yes. th things were a little bit more raw than you know perhaps they normally would have been yeah um, he saved her, gave her, gave her a, 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 a jumpy ride, you know, to safety through the fireworks, maybe up in the air being yeah. held by Superman with the firework. Maybe that was very romantic. So yeah. she was 
a little bit more amorous than 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 usual as far as superman's uh, her her feelings for superman so um and yeah like like you said he he saves the parachutist and then when he sets him down basically she takes the opportunity because she's nearby and jumps on just leaps on his back i mean literally she's got her legs wrapped around his waist and her arms wrapped around his neck and uh yeah and his response in an effort to frighten Lois away, Superman somersaults violently through the air. Now, yes. of course, he wouldn't have let her fall. But, right. but he was doing this to try to shake her up and, you right. know, I'll teach you. And, and she's like, some fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> like like, okay. a, like, a, like a, a wild horse trying to buck off a rider. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that was crazy. That was, and that she, was a lot of fun. She gives him a kiss on the, on the cheek and he's stunned and uh, says, sorry, got to leave. Someone's coming. Yeah. And she says, wait, take me with you. Yeah. And didn't he say something to himself there where he's, he, it's like, he has to come up with a, I need to come up with an idea to get out of this. Yeah. Gosh, and, I've got to think fast to get out of yeah. this. Which again, I think just only goes to prove that the Superman of this time is not very smart because his uh, big idea is there's someone coming. I have to leave. Uh, yeah. And then it's Clark. Maybe. Of Maybe course. naive, yeah, ra- rather than not smart. Let, let's let's say that he's he's very naive still. He, uh, he thinks he, he is just a farm boy from from where? From Kansas. That's from true. Kansas. That's so true. Uh, you know, it's uh, no, and and we're, I'm I'm not trying to disparage on Kansasinians or so you know, but he's he's just a farm boy raised by Ma and Pa on the farm, yeah. dealing with a. Potentially aggressive, metropolitan, oh, yeah. maybe cosmopolitan kind of female yeah. here. You're so not used to that kind of stuff. No, not yet. Not no. yet. It's not until I think the Silver Age they give him kind of like a super brain. They kind of figure he, he's super everywhere else. He should have a super brain as well. Super smart, super yeah. intuitive, super yeah. All super. those all those brain kind of yeah. exercises. Yep. And uh, her. So when he he takes off, says someone's coming. And uh, I darn it, I don't have in front of me. You got in front of you. What's her response when um, uh, when Clark shows up? Oh, he shows up because this is who was coming was Clark. Yeah. So and and he zips away and he changes and he comes back. He says, "Here you are. I've looked everywhere." And she says, "You you would have to come just in time to spoil everything. I hate you." Wow. That, that's what she <laughs> says. So those are her words. Yeah. That. Wow. She 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 spits out the final dagger. I hate you. Yeah, they're really and, they're really they. It's really kind of a ham fisted way to do the whole will they won't they. Man, <laughs> you know it's and none of this, none of this really seems to leave a mark on on Clark. He he just he brushes it off. It it doesn't really seem to hurt his feelings at all. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, maybe because he knows that he is the same person that she's in love with, you know, it, I, I don't know. But he, he just he never seems to take it poorly. I mean, come on. I hate you. Th- that's that's hard. You could say a lot of things yeah. coming to mind to say I hate you. Right. That's just very. That's, I mean, that that is to me, that is strong language <laughs> hate really is. is is the absolute worst you know that really is man and you know you're right maybe he's like uh 
he he's just like, well, but you know, you love part of it. Yeah, jokes on you. You just you just don't realize it yet. <laughs> yeah, you just wait. One of these days. Yeah, but you know, I could he's, I could see him in his room, sitting in his chair, kind of cackling to himself yeah. because, especially on a day like today, where she talked like that to Clark, but jumped and and gave yeah. a kiss to Superman. Which it's like really it, a, both. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that's the the one thing that it, it seems that they have introduced just almost straight from the beginning is they, they haven't quite said it yet, but it's the whole uh, Clark obviously is in love with Lois. Uh, he knows that he could get Lois if he told her he was Superman, but yep. he doesn't want to get her that way. He wants her to like him for him, not because of. Right. The fact that he's also Superman. And again, they haven't quite spelled that out yet, but that's really what's what's kind of going on. And that's always been a big thing with with them before he he does finally end up telling her, you know, once she does fall in love with him as Clark, that's when he he tells her that he's he's Superman and they and they get married and all that junk. So who is it? Is it Matchbox 20 that has the song? She likes me for me, not because I sing like Pavarotti or because mm-hmm. I'm such a hottie. That matchbox twenty? I, I forget who that is. Sorry mm-hmm. guys, that's that's my uh weak weak ass way of, of trying to be clever with the nineties music lyrics or maybe nineties music and this Sorry. even has a Superman reference. Have you ever heard the song Pocket Full of Kryptonite? Yes, absolutely. Love that song. That's Spin uh, Doctors. Spin Doctors, yes. Yeah. Love that song. Come on downtown and stay with me tonight. I've got a pocket full of kryptonite. Yep. I love that. Love it. Early, early spin doctors, like yeah. first, first or second album, album. Yeah. not not the later spin doctors when they got um, some of the um, New Orleans musician family members uh, to play yeah. drums. And yeah, that was looked like a Hasidic diamond merchant with the hat and the dreads. If, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, I encourage you to look it up if you're, <laughs> Sorry. If, you're a, if you're a Superman fan because. It's 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 a it's a good song. It's a it, not only is it catchy, it's a good song. It's all about Jimmy Olsen, who is in love with Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. He's kind of jealous that that she spends all her time with Superman. And he's basically telling her, you know, come on downtown and stay with me tonight. I got a pocket full of kryptonite. Yep. So we don't he's have to worry about Superman. That yeah. he has to compete with Superman. Right. It's a and, it's a good tune. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know that there's anything else I quite want to say about this. We get a um uh, a bit at the end where he turns in his article to the chief mm-hmm. and the chief is really happy about it. And we, that's where we get almost get our World's Fair ad. Mm-hmm. He says, this material in the New York World's Fair is great. Our readers should eat it up. And Clark says, if they take my advice, they'll go see it for themselves. It's something no one can afford to miss. There you go. And then we're we're told that the further adventures of Superman and they call him the man of tomorrow. Is that the first time we have seen that? Could be, yes. So, the man of tomorrow in Action Comics. And then the next issue, the next story we're going to get is in Action Comics number 13, and it features Superman on the cover. And uh, is this is this where we start getting Superman covers from, from that point on? I feel like it's well, I coming think we've up. Gotten, we've gotten them before. We've, got, we, we've had two Superman covers, the very first one, and then, I don't know, issue six or seven, something like that. Uh, but I know there comes a point here soon where we get where it's just all Superman covers. Always okay, yeah. But I, I don't I don't know if we're at that point yet. Well, I mean, at, at this point, um, if they're releasing on a monthly schedule, we're, we're a year in of, of reading Superman. So they're, yes. they're going to know 
um, how big a deal he is to the book. And right. I'm sure that's what, like, I made reference to a couple issues ago. Um, the, the cover was of Zatara, who yeah. um, is a magician character, but more importantly, he is Zatanna's father. Um, if either of those names mean anything to you, that's the that's the connection. Uh, you being listeners, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure Stevens. Yes. Um, so he is one of the ongoing characters. Um, Slim Bradley, Slam Bradley, Slam Bradley. Slim, so yeah, he he is another ongoing character that is still in the DC universe now. So you know there are several characters that um, I could see vying for top billing. You know, and yeah. here for uh, most of these issues now, Superman has been like the first story in the anthology. I, yeah. I have been noticing that. Yeah. Um, so obviously that means, you know, that they realize his importance. People want it, uh, read him first. And at least we know that they'll read his story because it's first. And then, yep. you know, what they do with the rest, fold the book up, put it in their back pocket and it falls out or whatever, you know. So so he, he doesn't have top billing on the outside yet, but he has kind of on the inside. Yeah. So ish action comics. So, so the next one we get is action comics issue number 13, which does have Superman on the cover. And then after that, the next story is Superman issue number one. Okay. So he has become popular enough by that point that he gets his own series. Um, but then Action Comics number 14, we're back to Zatara on the cover. But okay. there is a little box that has, you know, in this issue, Superman. So now that Superman issue one, is that all reprint or re redone material or is there... No, I think John was telling us that uh, most, a lot of it's reprint, but there is a new story in there. And uh, just looking through it now, I yeah, can, actually, I'm, I'm this, this new stuff story looks new. Now they they have yeah. the origin yep. strip here at the beginning. Of course, that's all a rehash. But yeah, once once you get into the story, outer waiting room of the Daily Star, and yeah, yeah that that looks new. So yep. Then I think, of course, as as time goes, there are more new and less reprint until yep at at some point um all and and again the the superman book was kind of an anthology book too well not kind of but it, it was it was all superman but there were multiple stories rather right. than one yeah. um whatever 50 or 60 page story i guess that's still kind of a test for writers to write something that long so they still yeah. continue to break it up and then and that's the that's the point when these episodes will start becoming much longer i guess Unless we talk about one story per episode, I mean, we, yeah, you know, we, we can do, do whatever that. we want. Yep, or, or two, or three, or yep, we could spend a whole episode just talking about the cover. Probably uh, not. I don't know. I don't know Probably if I could not, no. talk that much about a cover. One yeah. one piece of art that'd be right. kind of tough. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Me too. Close it out for us. Is it me? Well, it's yeah. Me. Okay. I want to thank. Everyone for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you want to drop us a line, you can do that at the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. If you want to help the show in other ways, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or any other catchers that you can rate on. Or probably most importantly, just tell all of your friends about us. Word of mouth. Let's 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 get get the groove going in, in the geek word of mouth, you know, if, if I don't know if you guys listen to like cartoonist kayfabe, 
they're a YouTube show with a couple pretty high profile comic creators. They always say that they have 60, you know, 2000 subscribers on the way to 6.2 million or what, you know, so they're, they're always talking up the, the word of mouth, you know, the geek community, let's get together and tell all your geek friends and they'll tell their friends and Grass so roots. on and so on. Absolutely. So that's probably the best way. You know, if you know somebody that's a Superman fan or a podcast fan or a comic book fan, just offer the show. Hey, yep. you know, here's this. Give it a try. If you like it, cool. If you don't, if you do like it, hey, why don't you tell them? That would be cool for us if we knew that, you know, somebody found somebody and they told us they liked the show because of that. That'd be cool. You know, and, and just to break in here real quick, I think one of the things, one of the selling points that you could use when you're telling people about us, because I think one of the neat things about us is that we are not uh, by any means experts when it comes to Superman. This isn't no. this isn't us uh, educating everybody on on what was going on at the time and what the writer was. No, this is this is us mm. reading these stories for the first time and just talking about what Talk, we liked about them. Right. This is what we saw and I liked and this is what we saw and eh, and you know, yeah. Yep. So, until next week, folks, I am Ed saying goodbye, goodbye. And here's Stephen and he is saying goodbye. Catch you later. And this is both of us saying goodbye. goodbye. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Goodbye, sweetheart. It's time, it's time to go. To go. Is, that, is that the song that they did? Do you remember? Uh, Shanana. Shanana. Is that, was that the song they always ended that <laughs> yes, show sir. with? I was fairly young when Shanana was on the, on the TV. But Bowser. Bowser was, the, was the, he was, oh yeah, he was my favorite. I liked old Bowser. Do 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 do. That's what he would do.